All right, starting off rather spacey here. Or starry. Or starting out starry. That was the stars are our destination. Zabo right here. And we are going to finish up with the stars today, part of our exploration of, geez, we did the whole solar system, the whole galaxy, the whole everything. Now we're into the stars, and uh, we're going to actually go into deep space. And believe it or not, I got the Melnick here with me, who actually used to work for NASA. From, am I, this is for real. This is not a gag. You did work for NASA. I did. And what years did you uh, work at NASA? 1986 until I don't remember. Oh, really? Really? How, what'd you do there? 92. Uh, I worked in an astronomy division. Uh, oh, you know, sometimes I just don't remember. I, had, I have a bad case of bumpus on the noggin'us. <laughs> uh, 92. You hit your head on the telescope? Yeah, I did. So you did pretty much just a lot of like mathematics stuff? You didn't really? Yeah, programming, that kind of stuff. Oh. Kind of like what you do at the radio station, except with like numbers. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, the numbers. And uh, so, 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 did you did you have to like get involved in like quantum theories or anything? What does NASA even stand for? Uh, need another seven astronauts. <laughs> oh, the old the old Challenger joke. It yes, never, yes, never, never gets old. It's National Aerospace. National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Nice. How'd you even get into that gizmo? Uh, let's see. Uh. Let's see. I have deep pockets. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to get a real answer. I'm looking for so like so like uh, these. I, so I got to ask you before we get into the stars thing. They say if you travel through space at the speed of light uh-huh. and you come back, you're actually younger. Is that how that works? You don't age. How does that? How is that even possible? Well, you can't actually travel at the speed of light. You go close to the speed of light, and it's just that. that... Why can't you go the speed of light? Uh, because you, uh, we can't even go close to the speed of light. What's a little, because you what, didn't what's pay your more, gas bill. And few... it's, it's like, you, you, you need, you need enough gas. You have to pay your gas bill to be able to go at the speed nah, of nah, light. Nah, and nah. I never pay my gas bill. So you say, if you, you, they always say, if you travel at almost the speed of light, what's another mile? What's another mile an hour? And if you turn your lights on when you're in your car, does anything happen? Uh, I get pulled over by the 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 uh, space police, the space force police, space force police. So, uh, needless to say, so you don't is 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 that because time is involved with gravity? Is light? Yeah. Um, watch the movie Oppenheimer, and it'll all become clear. I don't want to watch a movie Oppenheimer. Are you gonna go see that movie? I will. Really? Yeah. I I thought they already did a movie about him called the the fat man and the little boy. They did. So why is this any better? Uh. Because it has <laughs> Killian Murphy in it with his intense stare. Okay, duly noted. I liked it with John Cusack and his like laid back glances and his glimpses. So you listen to Zombo. I got a Melnick here with me today. We are going out into the stars, and uh, we're gonna. Uh, that was uh, the stars are our destination by Stereolab. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get through. The, so I gotta tell you, I will not be on the radio. If you're if you're in the neighborhood, Melnick, and you want to do my show the next two weeks, you know you're more than welcome. But I am going to be uh, not around next Friday and the Friday after that. One's gonna be I'm not gonna be around, and the second one I'm not gonna be here. I'll be doing Steel City Con the uh, second week of August, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm back doing that. So, uh, but then I'll be back the third week of August. I'll be gone the fourth week. I'm like Kenny Joe. I'm only going to be here one week in August. And then, uh, hey, you know, you guys are. But the nice thing is I got stuff programmed. Uh, so whatever. Hey, here's Watch the Stars by Pentangle. And uh, like I'm saying, got the Melnick here, WRCT Pittsburgh. Uh, do you want to tell them anything else? 
I think you're really not going to be here because you're going to be doing some time traveling, right? You know, if I go almost the speed of light, almost the speed of light, uh, I will be here. I think the next time I see you, you'll you'll be like you know you'll have like like lots of pimples and oh, you'll have you. that that scruffy really? beard and you'll look like you're 18. Yay me! All right, watch the stars, the pentangle, WRCT Pittsburgh, heading out to the stars.
I have no idea what the hell that is. It sounds too new to me. All right, bad news from the stars. Stereo total. Bad news from the stars. Bad news from the stars. Bad news from the stars. Bad news from the Closer to my cheek 
After kind of like a nice laid back sort of the way to get the show started here. It's kind of nice. I got Melnick here chilling them. We are doing music from the stars. That was Dishonor the Stars by Elvis Carstereo and the Imposters. We heard Stereo Total with Bad News from the Stars. As much as Tomahawk when the stars begin to fall as I could take. I don't know how that uh, that um, heavier tune got in here. It's not even good heavy. That was just kind of like bad like rich kid in the garage with expensive equipment and his friends. Uh, we heard Pentangle doing Watch the Stars, and you're listening to Zombo and Melanick here. Uh, so we started this series off months ago with uh, songs about the sun, the moon. We did all the planets, Earth, Mars. Uh, I, I still love this story. I was, I was uh, out and about, and this guy comes up to me, uh, we just, uh, and he comes up and he goes, what planet are you on? And I'm like, dude, that's really a... That's really offensive. What planet are you on? I didn't know this guy. Here he says, uh, on the radio. He says, oh, what what, what, what are you on? Uh, huh. I guess you had to be there. It's hilarious. hilarious. It's hilarious. So uh, we are going to actually get into more specific stars right now. Uh, star Sirius. 
<laughs> yeah, it uh, writes itself. It, this, it just doesn't fit with this show. It doesn't. It just writes itself. Uh, no, the star, the star Sirius, which is known as the dog. Why you know? Is it, why is it called the dog star? Do you have any idea why it's uh, called the dog star? I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. No. Right. So where is Sirius in the sky? Do you know? Uh, up there. Up there, thank you. I thought you were the NASA dude. You didn't. They didn't have you. Have you ever? Have you used telescopes there? You no, just... not me. No, I was sitting there. I was sitting there like a handcuffed to my computer terminal. Wow. So they they just they just did ciphering. Yeah, that's all it was. Just ciphering. Well, it did was you, basically they... yeah. I mean, I would write like uh, I'd say. I'd write, you know, messages and then, uh, you know, like, I, like, I love you to my colleague who, you know, was. <laughs> See, I thought, I thought bringing a NASA person in there was going to be really nice. And here, and here it ends up being more shenanigans. I was, I was hoping to get some, some really good astrological knowledge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Astrological knowledge. You know why that, that heavy song snuck in? How, how did that happen? Because all the heavy elements in the universe are created by stars. Did you know that? No. I yeah, after I... the Big Bang, there was only hydrogen, helium, and maybe a couple other things. And it's like, what? so when the, when the, the sun burns, when a star burns, uh-huh. it creates heavier elements. And then when there's a supernova, it explodes. So Why that, is so that? So the supernova, some super, you didn't know it, but there was a supernova that created that song. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. I'll tell you what, it's definitely in a black hole now. So uh so how do black holes work? Uh they are supermassive stars that once they burn all of their stuff mm-hmm. just collapse. Wow. That's intense. Yeah, it's so, it's kind of like my 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 career at NASA. It's it, it burned through it, and all of a sudden in 1992, it just collapsed. And I said, I think I'll I'll do something I'll do something more valuable, something more suited to my skills that it will will be good for humanity and will damage you know the universe less. I became a teacher. Yeah, oh man. So uh, how about a PSA? Okay. Yeah. PSA. 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 And take your choice. Take your choice. Most party fouls, let's face it, are pretty dumb. They land you an unfortunate nickname. Hmm. Okay. An unfortunate nickname. Uh, yeah. Is that what that says? Yeah, it does say that. An unfortunate nickname. Does it so it's like, like the Melnick or uh, something else maybe. Okay. okay. So a nasty bruise. Have you got a nasty bruise? How, I never even heard of this PSA. Would you get this from outer space? <laughs> I real. pulled it out of my yeah, oh, yeah. back pocket. Okay. So- uh, or make you the star of a few. Oh, there we go. Uh, Stars. See, hey, see, 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 see? I, I, I'm magic today. You are magic. See, I knew heaven. Or make you the star of a few embarrassing social media posts. But the damage usually ends there. Ah. However, ah. however, I even said however before they say however because I knew it was coming. Because, yeah, all right. Because it was like traveling at the speed of light and you got in front of it. Yeah, now, now, so we're, now we're going backwards in time and we're going to try to reverse the effects of drunk driving. But, okay, how can that happen? Okay, uh, okay so yes. So we reverse the effects of, of drunk driving and oh. so just no more PSA. Okay, good. We're done. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a cautionary tale about, but since uh, of, of uh, underage drinking and driving is a party fell, blah, 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 blah. But since we went faster than the speed of light, we went backward in time. Ah. We corrected the mistake. Ah. So that's so that's the that's the cautionary tale. I think that's the answer here. Is that, is that like how Back to the Future, does that involve speed of light thing? I think so. I think so. So if you're going to, you know, have something bad happen, you just go faster than the speed of light and reverse it. Damn. Why didn't I think of that? Son of a gun.
Well, that's because I didn't work at NASA. That's why. (laughs) So uh, needless to say, let me tell you about some shows here. Uh, Let's see if there's any shows that are faster than the speed of light. But uh, how fast is light? How fast is that? Do you know offhand how much that is? Uh, 180-some thousand miles per second. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, how about Radio 9? You remember Top 40 Radio, what it sounded like in the 1970s? It will go back in time. It will, it will go back in time yeah. and listen to it. And so, so I think that's, I think, I think, what's his name is permanently frozen back I, in time. I think so. I think so. Mr. Jay Thurber, that is. Uh, don't say, uh, okay, Gen Xer, tune in to Radio 9 from 12 to 3 p.m. Saturdays for your mix of all these newies, snark, here and independent freeform radio, 88.3, WRCT. Boom. All right. Uh, so uh, so now we're going to get to the Star Series. And obviously, you have no... Were you involved in any... Or were there any launches happened when you were in NASA? Well, I, the, the stuff... I, I guess I have to be serious now. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Uh, I worked on something after it launched, mm-hmm. long after it launched, and died. Mm-hmm. Couldn't reverse that with time travel. Wow. What, and what? then I worked on something before it launched. Ah, was there anything in particular that launched? You can't, they probably have to sign. Well, uh, yeah, you you have to be careful. When we talk about launching in the studio, I think that's actually, like, that kind of might be outside safe harbor rules. Okay, gotcha. So I got to ask you, so when you work for NASA, did they make you sign a disclaimer to say that the UFOs aren't real? Uh, Yes, they did. Really? Yeah. So what exactly did they have you guys sign? says, whatever you see, it's not here. Exactly. I mean, they they made me sign that, and they made me sign it with my foot. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted I wanted real probing answers. I wanted a space probe, <laughs> wrong kind of probe, <laughs> wrong kind of probe. Uh, okay. All right. So right now we are going to get to the star Sirius, and uh, that is known as the, the dog star. I guess I can always uh, Google that, or you can Google it and, and find out. So you said this Alan Parsons tunes actually use this at sporting events. Mm-hmm. Right. They they usually hear it at uh, well, they. That's because that's not you or me. No, okay. It's Who? they. It's they. Okay. At hockey games. Really? Yeah. All right. Ding 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 ding. Right. Now you don't even have to play it because I just did it. Let's see if you're correct. So that's a 2001 kind of beginning. What album was this off of? Eye in the Sky. Ah, <laughs> see, see. So get get ready to rumble. <laughs>
Even in the same galaxy with this band, with this, it is so off key. It's, it's absolutely fabulous. It's brilliant. It's, it's, you know what? He's known for, this is Roy Buchanan. He's known for. No, 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 that's not Roy Buchanan. Oh, who is this? This is Burning Rain. Oh, okay. So we can't, you know, Burning Rain. <laughs> I got, I got by request Roy Buchanan coming up next with Supernova. But man, this, this is ponderous. This, this is hilarious. Ponderous. Totally ponderous. What else did we hear? We heard, might as well get this out of the way here. We heard uh, Steve Hackett, Star is Serious. Let me put this down because this is, this is good background music. Star is Serious. And that was from Steve Hackett's first solo. Steve Hackett, the guitar player, original guitar player for Genesis. 1975, man. I had this original record. You were you were a real babe magnet. You just say, <laughs> hey, you want to come over to my place and I'll play, what is it, Voyage of the Voyage Acolyte? Voyage of the Acolyte. By Steve Hackett. Yeah, I'll tell you, all the other guys are listening. Oh, hi, look at this new Aerosmith thing. I wrote Kiss in my arm with my magic marker. Oh, yeah, Rush 2112. What are you listening to? Uh, Voyage of the Acolytes, Steve, Steve Hackett, and Gentle Giant, and, uh, and uh, Weather Report. It's all prog rock. It's, it's strange. Prog rock and... Uh, uh, prog rock and um, fusion jazz. Yeah. Well, I, I listen to some of that stuff, too, like Return to Forever. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, if I could go back in time, if I could take, uh, you know, a speed of light and come back, i still listen to this stuff. I would not be listening to. Uh, uh, I, see, that's the thing. I, I, I'm not a Rush fan. I don't know. If- uh, no, I no. Okay, so <laughs> you and I, uh, uh, let's go for an aside for okay. for for aside. less for 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 less than the speed of light time. All right, gotcha. Uh, Dylan, eh, yeah, yeah. Rush, yeah, eh, yeah. Grateful Dead, eh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is this with the Grateful Dead? It's just, it's just and even the guy that oh, Dead and Co- even people I know that I I think have really amazing music tastes. You know, I go, oh yeah, I want to go see the the Dead and Company. Oh really? Did you lose a bet? It's just I, I don't I don't understand the fa- am I missing? I guess I guess maybe it's just me. It's You've been me. going too fast. I've been going too fast. But uh, you you, you got to slow down to like normal, you know, or maybe maybe it is if they if they, they you no know, maybe the idea is that you're supposed to play it at like near the speed of light. Ah, okay. Like like you know instead of thirty three and a third or like forty four or forty five well, or seventy eight, it's like one hundred eighty. 
thousand miles per, per second. second. Just speed it up and it just you get it so, over with quickly. I, 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 we should have done that, but that was that was serious. The Dog Star by Burning Star by Burning Rain, and I don't know where I got that, but boy, that. That guy should have got beat up halfway through the song. He obviously owned the PA and was like his mom was probably like they let him practice in the basement. <laughs> That's how it I happens. I think he, he probably had like a lot of spare time because he was inflicted. He was afflicted with burning rain. I think so. Hey, you know, you said uh, so. We got a request for uh, Roy Buchanan from his album. It actually works out well. His album's called "You Are Not Alone." which is like a space album. And he's got a song called Supernova we're going to play as a, a request by Zeno. And you said there's a, a Zeno thing. With... There's a, what is some something with time, like Zeno's paradox that comes from way back race. He kind of thought that if you like keep thinking about going like halfway to the target and then another half, and you'll never get there. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's well, kind of like well, my well, love life. Oh, uh, there you go. So uh, was uh, Zeno his first name or his last name? Uh, I think it just was, he just kept it. Kind of like Zombo. It's like Zeno. You got Zeno. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we're doing the stars today, and we're going to change a little bit uh, because we're going to do a supernova tune. Uh, We're going to get this Roy Buchanan out of the the atmosphere, bring it into the radio uh, waves. And then take it from there. We're gonna we're gonna finish the stars day. We're gonna be going into deep space. I got the Melnick with me today, and uh, uh, from his illustrious career at NASA. That's right. Wow. How did how, what was what was the uh, how did you even get in? What was like the interview process for NASA like? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. How was it back then? I, I I'm still yeah, recovering from my long dipsy doodle lightus. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Bumpus on the Nogatus? See, I can't even remember what I had that it gets kept me off the radio out. so long. There we go. Uh, what was the interview process? Yes. Uh, let's Did see. Are, are you serious? Do you know? Are yeah, you serious? And I'm like, yes. Okay, okay. you're hired. I, I thought they said, "Hey, nice pocket protector." Next thing, <laughs> did you guys? Did you wear a pocket protector? Never, 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 not never. Even, not even. A, never, a, no, no. I wore a slide rule protector. A slide rule. Keep your slide rule nice and clean. Yeah. Shave every day, and you'll. Learn. So uh, there was a lot of pocket protectors back. Do you have any souvenirs from NASA when you were oh, there? Oh, plenty. Like, stu- like what? Uh, like let's stationary see. pens. Yeah, uh, like uh, combustibles. Combustibles, never. <laughs> All right, liquid liquid oxygen. You know, so it's like yeah, yeah, gotcha. All right, here's Roy Buchanan, Supernova Zamba in your brain. Got the Melnick here, and we are gonna be doing more star stuff.
Ah, that was a tasty little number there. Roy Buchanan, Supernova. And is there any other kind of... Is that like a eh, Nova? Or is it like an okay Nova? Why do they all got to be Supernovas? There's a king-size Nova you can buy in the local store. Really? Yeah. I did not know there was a king-size Nova. Oh, I see. No, I don't. And it's 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 it's, it's right next to the king size baby Ruth, and right next to the king yeah, size uh, butter butterfinger. Yeah, I don't even say what king is that. What king is that? Oh, it's king size. What king? I always say my I I I, I did this joke ten years ago, but I thought it was pretty funny. It's like who is that? King diabetes? Yes, king diabetes the first. It's king size candy bar. It's fit for a king. Oh, it's uh, uh, king diabetes the first. Oh, let's take off part of his foot. <laughs> I think his son was all hypoglycemia. Hail, all hail, all hail king. Glyc- Prince hypoglycemia. Oh, Prince hypoglycemia. That's right. Woo! Man. So I got to tell you, Roy Buchanan tune, uh, Supernova, uh, requested by Zeno. And, you know, uh, we were talking about like a lot of the stuff that that, uh, that we're playing today is is not even so much guilty pleasures. It's stuff like the, the old, why did I even have this album in my collection? And that Voyage of the Acolyte album by Steve Hackett, 1975, I just remembered it was a deep listen. You know, the deep, you look, you're staring at the album cover, you're reading the lyrics, you're watching the vinyl go are, around. Are you transported to another place when you... I am transported into another place. And uh, like I was like, I mean, so the, it's interesting. Some music does the test of time. The Steve Hackett thing it was nice to nice to revisit, but I've never played that. I haven't played that song since probably '75. And then there's Burning Rain. And then there's Burning Rain, which I've never played before, which I'll never play <laughs> ever again. So there you be with that. We got uh, stuff coming in from the stars. I'm gonna do a PSA. So uh, what about your record collection? What did well, you I, have? What, what uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I got rid of all of my CDs except for three of them. Three, okay. Two from the Polkamaniacs. Ah, there we go. And one from Meatloaf. <laughs> Okay, duly noted. And what do you what do you think? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, yeah, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Uh, speaking of Pokemaniacs, we're going to be playing the Blues Festival uh, Saturday uh, at around uh, I think around uh, one or two. And that's going to fit in with your 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 your. Uh... How how would you call it? They're not costume. Your attire, attire, your attire which is blue, 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 plaid. Plaid, blue plaid. So you're perfect for the blues festival. I, I think you're onto something, or you're onto something, or you're on. I'm on something. I'm actually on something. How about a PSA? Okay. Whether you live in a residence hall, Greek housing, or off-campus housing. Well, if you live in Greek housing, don't you have a roommate named Zeno? I think you do have a roommate named Zeno. Or, or, or Zeus. Zeno the Greek. Zeus. Or Zeus. 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 Okay, Zeus. Zeus. I know people that go by that name, Zeus. Really? I know a guy who goes, oh, just call me Zeus. I swear to God. He's a Zeus guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the, it's, a, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, yeah, if you're going to get a nickname, you, know, you might as well go after like the, the Greek gods because those are some good nicknames. I mean, there aren't enough names that begin with Z and X. Let's, let's be clear about that. So, Z- so Z- Zeus Z- is cool. Xavier. Xavier. Or is it Xerxes? No, okay, so is this Xavier or is it Javier? Because I heard it both ways. Uh, it's uh, or, um, I think it's Spanish and originally from Basque. Well, it's actually not Spanish, but Basque. They use the X instead of the J. So it so is it, Javier. But it's pronoun- yeah, I think so. I think so. Because I because I know it is. Oh, it's Xavier Cugat, and then I know a guy. He's a friend of mine. I think it's goes because it's, Javier. I think it's Basque. Okay. Okay, just the bask in that. Yeah, just bask in that. So, oh, so and then so we got Xerxes. What's Xerxes? Is that a, that's a, that's a Greek? Anything that begins with an X is like a Greek thing. 
Really? Like x-rays, you know, the, the, x, the Greeks invented the x-rays, you know <laughs> I that, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, so so it's like, but you know, you, you're kind of confusing how they actually work, because according to Zeno, you should never be able to have the, like, the x-ray reach you. Ah, I get you. But there must be something going there on there. There must be something going on there. So, I don't know. But uh, like I'm saying, or like uh, x z x x x gyro x gyro x gyro <laughs> that's Greek x gyro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, nothing, nothing like just uh, this. This is such a sad radio show, isn't it? <laughs> when this is going out in the stars, you got to give it that. Well, right. Hey, at least we're going at near the speed of light. We yeah. actually, you know what? We broadcast at the speed of light. Really? Yeah. So how uh, fast do radio waves go? Uh, speed of light. Really? All all uh, electromagnetic radiation, which is like light, X-rays, all that, is uh, uh, at the speed of light. So, if like even like tev- television signal, radio signals, all speed of light. Yeah. Damn. Just... Actually, that's kind of neat because uh, they were saying that uh, that speed of light is actually what they call the the universe's speed limit. Mm-hmm. Can't go faster than the speed of light. So that go Superman. Oh, Superman. We, Superman. we need, we need Super- some we need some shows on this station to go at the speed of light. So, so basically, wait a minute. Quickly. If Superman traveled at the speed of light, yeah, why wouldn't he reverse age? And besides, uh, if he was going, he wasn't speed of light. No, no. Superman maybe speed of sound, but uh, not speed of light. Uh, it's faster because it is faster than a speeding bullet. Yes, the speed of light is definitely faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah. Or <laughs> what do we got? Okay. I guess I got to finish this, right? Yeah, finish it. Okay. So, Greek housing in, or an off-campus apartment. Your living area is overfilled with books, paper, bedding, curtains, and clothes. Mm. Uh, and mm. cheese. Flaming cheese. And cheese. That can make your room more susceptible to fire, especially the cheese. Have you it's seen the cheese, cheese in my room? Ah, I've seen the cheese in your room. It's huh? flammable. I got it from Jesus. my NASA days. Jesus. I got it from the, I got it from the moon. Oh, really? That was, got, that actually, honestly, I, I, that was one of the, the perks when I left is they gave me cheese from the moon. Okay. I got some cheeses from Nazareth. You, <laughs> <laughs> they're very, are they, are they holy? They are holy cheese. Holy cheese. Holy cheese. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so in this environment, which is somewhere on the moon, which is Jesus of Nazareth. There you go. Uh, even the smallest spark can be potentially dangerous, especially if it's from burning rain. Ah, boom. This message has been brought to you by, who is it brought to you by? Uh, uh, Ad Council? Uh, Environmental Health and Safety Department. Oh, damn. No, not the Ad Council. No. I'm surprised you never worked for the Ad Council. Uh Ad Astra. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, there's that that saying, Ad Astra, which means to the stars. So, oh, really? Ad Astra means so to the stars? I, yeah, really. What, so, carp, you, what does Carp Diem mean? What? Carp Diem. Seize the day. Ah, seize the day and go to the stars. Carp the, so, we're going to do our whole show in Latin now, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. This is song number five, which is number two. Uh, uh, this is, um, oh, this is Homer and Jethro. Don't let the stars get in your eyeballs. Uh, Zombo and Melnick here with you. Wasting your day. Wasting your a fabulous day. We're just wasting it, hanging out with you guys, going to the stars. I say I say there's a lot worse things people can do. <laughs> Listen to Rush. <laughs> well, yes, Rush, Grateful Dead, there you Dylan. Go. Boom. There you go. Coming up next, Bob Dylan. Don't let the stars get in your eyes. This ain't the kiss of far, this ain't the jambalar, this is don't let the stars get in your eye. We hope her teeth were like the stars above because they come out every night. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Her hair so fair, 
She laid it on a chair because I seen it laying there. I cocked an eye at her. She cocked an eye at me, and we just sat there cock-eyed as could be. Too many fights, too many scars, too many knots upon my head. Two, three, four, one, two, three. Now, love was in bloom, then she lowered the boom, and now I wish that I was dead. She's got me educated, my eyes are granulated, cause she hit me with a sugar bowl. How do you like that strain, Homer? Boy, that sounds more like a compound fracture to me. <laughs> Anybody else want to try it? It's on there, keep a hunting.
lovers alone His love was so grand When he held my hand You know how the moonlight lures you on I do but give to him my love so dear now he's the only one I'm thinking of
皆さん楽しんでいただけましたかピチカート5のアルバムはこれでおしまいですなおこの CD にはボーナストラックは収められておりませんああ、そう、wonderful stuff from、uh, Crust the Way.、Uh, that was a、uh, uh, Pizzicato 5 with、uh, Stars. And you listen to Zombo right here. We heard Goldie Hill. I let the stars get in my eyes. And we heard Homer and Jethro doing Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyeballs. Next, we have a request from you a little bit about what we're going to hear. Yeah. Gonna... Yeah. Kind of an 80s vibe.、Here. 80s vibe? All right. It's not even a, really a request. I'd say it's a suggestion. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, I'm, it's I'm a channeling、fun. the 70s since I went backward in time from the 80s. So, this is the 70s things, dude? No, it's actually the 80s, but I was like, you、Then、know, you going to, back they, in they, time they, to channel、uh, the 70s DJs. We got, we, got, we, got a, we, got a, we got something from the suggestion line, and this is <laughs> Starry Eyes by the records.
Just a fling. Other music fills my ears, but I still hear her sing. She sings, Patty Joe, say Patty Joe, don't you remember me? 
guitar stuff uh henry kaiser distant stars it's interesting henry kaiser his father is the one of the guys that started kaiser permanente oh really yeah he's like some rich kid like his dad did the whole thing with those uh, hospital things so he ended up being like it's really a fascinating dude he does all this like experimental guitar stuff then he does a lot of like underwater photography i mean the guy just does like all these things he's just like passionate about all he does all day long you know what? I think I would make music if I, uh, if my dad like had a hospital chain and like, the, and, and I knew what kind of, and I had to listen to Muzak all the time. That, yeah. like that that they play in the hospital. Yeah, so. go figure. Uh, we heard uh, uh, Prefab Sprout, a really pretty tune there. We let the stars oh, go. Beautiful. Do you beautiful. know? Who, do you know who produced uh, that? That's that. You did. No, who produced it? You did. No, Thomas Dolby. Oh, really? Yeah, Thomas Dolby. It's a, such a strange mix. Like, cause uh, they were a Scottish. 
kind of like really great song crafting band and they got like uh, Thomas Dolby behind them to give them a more of an electronical kind of edge which is kind of neat we heard Peter Green from uh, Fleetwood Mac he's he's been out in the stars <laughs> yeah. most uh, since, they, since he well he's passed on yeah. did they kick him I think they kicked him out of Fleetwood Mac if I'm not mistaken uh, yeah at the speed of light he wrote Black Magic Woman, I think, too. He did. Yeah, so there. That was his uh, uh, song called Seven Stars. And uh, we heard, uh, what do we hear? Oh, the records. We heard your request. Yeah. You, Starry Eyes. You know what you said? Who do you said you, you who would play this? The, the Mock the, the Star. Mox, the, the, mo- mox the Mock Star. star. The Mock Star. That's <laughs> uh, we are doing songs all about the stars that I got the Melnick here with me today. And uh, just nice to be hanging out on the radio with you today on this uh, this day. And uh, we're gonna get into outer space in probably about a half hour because this is this this whole journey started. Uh, the first show I think I did on this was the songs about the sun. We started at the sun, and then from there we did all the planets, moons, and then I actually did um, a bunch of like uh, songs about like Jupiter's moons. I mean, it was pretty intense stuff. And then uh, I played some Holtz the Planets, Tomita. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you and I have that record from way back. That was a great record to listen to. That's when synthesizers were like the size of like, you know, living rooms. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I actually, it, you know, when it, I played it in the wintertime because, you know, the vinyl was so warm. It, it was would warm me up. It warmed me up. It was very toasty. It was very toasty back then. And uh, yeah, go figure. But yeah, the, it's really funny. Some of some now some synthesizer sounds aged so well you can listen yeah. to that because wow that, that that's that analog thing then you'll hear like the steve hackett tune it's like the boo, 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 boo. <laughs> it's like uh, oh man yeah, it's no. like space invaders yeah <laughs> it really it's like some game you got that would be hilarious like you know they're in the studio it's like hey i got this new invention and they just wheel this massive piece of machinery <laughs> in and it goes boo it was like, wow, we that's the future of music there. That's the future of music. That we makes got, a, that makes a really pure pew pew sound. Listen to that. I feel like I'm in outer space. Well, there you go. It works out like that. All right, this song is uh, coming up next. The Moon and Stars by Half Breed. I have no idea what this sounds like, but let's see. Oh, it fits in well. Down and let me give you to the 
Uh, relaxing their uh, calypso style music there from uh, Laurel Aiken, who uh, actually did some work with uh, Lee Scratch Perry. We heard Los Meltones, nice surf tune, Beyond the Stars. Vernon Oxford changed his name for show business. It used to just be Vern Oxford, and he wanted to be more formal. And then he rocketed the stardom with his song, A Blanket of Stars. Uh, started with Half Breed, Moon and Stars. Uh, Zombo right here. I got the Melnick here with me. We are exploring the heavens above. And uh, do you have a favorite uh, uh, space movie? Favorite space movie. Hmm. Hmm. Do you ever hmm. see Starship Invasions? No. Oh my God! This is this song. This this was so horrible. I actually seen this in the theater right when uh, Close Encounters and uh, I think it was when Close Encounters came out. Uh, there was a whole, everybody was putting out space movies. Yeah. And this one was put out so fast it had Robert Vaughn in it. <laughs> yeah, Napoleon Solo. Solo, yes. Yeah, from uh, Man from Uncle. Yeah. And if you could see this movie, it's called Starship Invasions. It's one of the lowest budget, most horrible science fiction movies ever. It is so wonderfully awful. It is, uh, they might have shown it on um, uh, Mystery Science Theater. It was so bad. But I remember there, there's one scene where he gets abducted by these aliens who look like they're very bulbous. They're very bulbous aliens. And they're trying to calculate. I just remember this scene. They're trying to calculate how they're going to get this escape velocity in the outer space. And Robert Vaughn, I swear to God, pulls a calculator out of his pocket and to figure out the equation. He just happened to have a calculator. Was it, was it, was it like 
Texas instrument, like pro- it was, all, it was, all pure pro- product yeah. placement. Yeah, it was product placement. It probably was. Uh, uh, that's all there was was Texas instruments, right? Hewlett Packard. That Hewlett Packard. Oh, when that you, is Texas. No, Texas Instruments and Hewlett Packard. Those two. Those. So those, they so, were different, but they're both. But they, they were the first calculators that came out. Yeah, I remember you weren't allowed to bring calculators to school. Man, that was verboten to bring yeah. a calculator. That was like that was like whew, that was that was AI. You know, that was AI. It's like oh, this guy's bringing a calculator to school. He must be stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me look on my GPS and go back in the time. I, I think I do. I I do remember that era. I mean, there there'd be people who would still be wearing the pocket protectors, yeah. even though they didn't have, and I, or like they had the little thing on their belt for the calculator, but they just wouldn't have the calculator. Yeah, the the the, the other thing, my, my thing, my favorite thing was making it say hello or boobs. <laughs> you know, you could oh, you could throw it. You could type it. No, type I mean, it. the answer would be like six zero zero six or something. Yeah, and yeah. It would six, just say and then boobs. turn the calculator and say, "How's boobs? You're hilarious." <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is, uh, we're going back here into the 80s right now, the 1880s. Uh, the 80s with Ultra Vivid Scene. We're going to play a song by them. Now, I know the name, but I don't I don't really remember what they sound like. So this could be interesting or it could not be interesting. It could be a bunch of other stuff. I got a really interesting thing coming up in a little bit. Do you remember, there's two guys that they, they seem to be all over the radio, uh, like, uh, and, and really super popular uh, with the strangest names, Mr. Acker Bilk. I don't know if you remember Mr. Acker Bilk. Yes, I do. <laughs> Acker Bilk. He, what did he do? Uh, Stranger on the Stranger Shore. On and the his, show. It, that was number one. Uh, and wasn't it some some other famous song, like the first Beatles single or something like that was number two? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Acker so, Bilk. Stranger on the Shore. Stranger on the Shore. Mr. Acker Bilk. So Can I, I do my rendition of it real yeah, quick? Yeah, like yeah. Speed of Light. Thank you very much. I like that. I got a Mr. Acker Bilk song called Above the Stars, which was a follow-up to uh, stranger, stranger on, on the, the shore. shore, and uh, but it was it's interesting because like Acker, I always wanted such a strange name. That was his nickname as a kid, because uh, it means friend, like hey, Acker, mm-hmm. a friend or mate. It seems British. And then the other guy is Bent Fabric. Do you remember? Oh ben? yes, yeah, Alley Cat. And then it's actually he's I think he's Danish. Yeah, Bent Fabric. Now I'm hungry. Oh shoot! So that's the thing again. I mean, those guys would never. Make it in the entertainment business today. With names like that. Like, like, oh, yeah, I'm Mr. Racker Bill. Get out of here. Beat it, you bum. Go petty your, your clarinet somewhere else. I built my acker, and now I have bent fabric. <laughs> there we go. Boom. I, I can't top that. Let's let's see what the, this is called. Three stars by Ultra Vivid Scene. You're listening to Zombo and Melnick right here, exploring some of the outer regions of the galaxy and stars.
There we go with that. A bit of lovely cheese there. Uh, that was Above the Stars by Mr. Ackerbilk. I didn't know why he went with the Mr. But, uh, you know, hey. So, uh, Paul smoking the grassy. When did the stars fell on Alabama? I found a really sweet version by Dean Martin Live. We lived our little drama. We kissed in a field of white and stars fell on Alabama last night. I can't forget the glamour. Your eyes held a tender light and stars fell on Alabama. Last night I never planned In my imagination A situation So heavenly A fairyland When no one else could enter And in the center Just you and me Man, that was one smooth dude there. That is, of course, Mr. Dean Martin with Stars Fell on Alabama, which was a dedication going out to Paul Smoking the Grassi. All right, Covenant, Dead Stars, Zombo in Your Brain. Getting to the end of the stars here. Going to do it by noon o'clock.
But once again, babe, I'm thinking about me. And though we're feeling close, I'm touching too. You have to admit, babe, you're thinking about you. And where do the stars end? If I'm here all alone. That was Kevin Ayers doing, uh, oh man, what was the heck is that? Where did the stars end? And uh, that was Kevin Ayers. Before that, we were Thievery Corporation with the sun, moon, and stars. The Insanitizers with uh, Surf and the Stars. Uh, stars Fell on Alabama by Dean Martin Live and Covenant. Dead Stars. Mr. Acker Bilk did uh, Above the Stars. And the thing about Mr. Acker Bilk, I don't know if you know, his unusual style of playing is because when he was, uh, he played football a lot, which is rugby in, in England, and got his two front teeth knocked out uh-huh. and lost part of his finger. <laughs> they actually said it was a uh, a thing to go with his style. Didn't go. he play the clarinet? He played the clarinet. So so sort of like, you know, like uh, Django Reinhardt couldn't, you know. Exactly. His life. So it's like, you know, well, yeah, I, I got to make it, uh, I got to make it big. So I got to cut off part of my finger. That must be part of it or, or part of it. But uh, to do that. So uh, we're going to wind down the stars uh, with some star requests. And uh, yeah, I just checked. I got a couple good ones. Oh, yeah. Remember Star Hustler? Uh, you remember Star Hustler? Uh, this is hilarious. This is from, uh, uh, this is from Ray. Uh, star Hustler. 
Uh, it's, it was actually, this is great. Thank you. It's called Arabic's Arabi by, uh, oh, was that that? Uh, Tomito did it. Arabic number one by, but yeah, you remember Star Arabesque Hustler. number one, Debussy? Yeah. yeah. Star Hustler used to come on like right before sign off on TV. And he was like, this dude, really bad graphics. But he was a star hustler. So I'm going to have to find it. That's, that's a good find. I'm going to have to do that. And uh, Mark suggested something. I'll see if I can get that in there, too. Uh, he's in this. This is probably in the space here. Um, gosh. Uh, do you ever heard of Tim Blake's Spacey Crystal Machine? <laughs> Every week, Mark asks for Tim Blake's Spacey Crystal Machine. You know what? I'm going to end the star section with some of Tim Blake's Spacey Crystal Machine. All right? Every week. Every week. I can't. I just can't keep Wasn't that a, a spinoff band from Klaatu? I don't know. Klaatu that Baradan. sounds like it would be a spinoff band yeah, from Klaatu, does. doesn't it? Klaatu Baradanecto. All right. So uh, let's get – so this is cool. This is from Paul Smoke and the Grassi. And I forgot how, how surreal this is, but it's an old little Lulu cartoon from 1947. Uh, would you like to swing on a star? His back is brawny, but his brain is weak. He's just plain stupid with the stubborn streak. And by the way, if you hate to go to school, you may grow up to be a mule. Would you like to swing on a star, carry moonbeams home in a jar, and be better off than you are? Or would you rather be a pig? A pig is an animal with dirt on his face. His shoes are a terrible disgrace. He's got no manners when he eats his food. He's fat and lazy and extremely rude. But if you don't care a feather or a pig, you may grow up to be a pig. Or would you like to swing on a star? Carry moonbeams home in a jar and be Fish won't do anything but swim in a brook. He can't write his name or read a book. <laughs> to fool all the people is his only thought. And though he's slippery, he still gets caught. But then if that sort of life is what you wish, you may grow up to be a fish. And all the monkeys are in the loo. Every day you meet quite a few. So you see, it's all up to you. You can be better than you are. You could be swinging on a star. Some people hustle pools. Some people hustle cars. Then there's that man you've heard about, the one who hustles stars. Jack Horkheimer, star hustler, director of Miami's Space Transit Planetarium. Our episode for this week, Monday, August 19th through Sunday, August 25th, is The Centaur's Secret Revealed and Tipping Tea on a Terrible Tale. 
And now, here to tell you all about tonight's sky and the biggest show of all, the universe, your star hustler, Jack Orkheimer. Greetings, greetings, fellow stargazers. And in last week's episode, we showed you how to find the constellation Sagittarius, a mythological creature, half man and half horse, who hunts the heavens with drawn bow and arrow. An arrow which some say is aimed at both the heart of the scorpion and the heart of Taurus the bull, but which in reality is aimed at something far more awesome, a once secret something no one could possibly have known about until our 20th century. So let's once again find our centaur. And to do that, all we have to do is go outside any clear night this week between 10 and 11 p.m., your local time, and face due south. And there you'll see eight semi-bright stars which make up the major portion of Sagittarius. Remember now that his bow is represented by these three stars with the tip of his arrow here. But now let's make finding Sagittarius even easier and more fun. And what could be more fun than the Mad Hatter's Tea Party from Alice in Wonderland? So now, just imagine that Sagittarius has been magically turned into a teapot. For then, his eight major stars are even easier to find. Simply draw a line between these two stars for the bottom of the teapot. The spout is here between these stars, the lid of the teapot up here, and back here, a nifty handle that would please even a dormouse. But if you need even more help in finding our Sagittarius teapot, then look to your right. That is to the southwest. And you should see our old friend, a scorpion, getting ready to set. And you may even notice that Sagittarius, our teapot, is literally tipping tea on Scorpius' terrible tail. And the lower Scorpius descends toward the horizon, the steeper will be the tilt of the teapot, thus ensuring the scorpion a hot time in the old tale tonight. Oh, poor Sagittarius from a fierce centaur hunter to a slightly tipsy teapot. What a degrading way to go. But now, look closely between the spout and the tail. For the spout, which was once the arrow, is now known to point to a spot so awesome that not even the mythology of the ancients could have dealt with something quite so grand. For now, modern man knows that here, Near the tip of the arrow, over 28,000 light years away, lies the very center of our Milky Way galaxy, a family of over 100 billion stars. In other words, we now know that our sun is just one of over 100 billion other suns, all clustered together in a pinwheel family of stars we call our galaxy our sun being two-thirds out from the center of it. So, when we look at the spot at which Sagittarius arrow or spout points, we are looking toward the very center of our galaxy. And on a clear moonless night, far from city lights, you can see that indeed here between Sagittarius and Scorpius, the Milky Way is thickest and brightest because of the light from millions of distant suns. And that, dear friends, is the secret of Sagittarius. A wonderful secret, indeed. So, until next time, 
out under the heavens with you any clear night this week. Face due south between 10 and 11 p.m. And whatever you do, remember, keep looking up. There are only 16 more weeks until someone is the first person on Earth to see the return of Halley's Comet with the naked eye. Will you be that person? There you go. How about that? That was some good uh, some good radio, if I must say so. Uh, got two requests out of the way at the same time. Got uh, the Star Hustler, which I completely forgot. I can't believe you never heard the Star Hustler. Never heard the Star Hustler. You know what? A good thing I don't have epilepsy because the, those graphics are just blinking so much. Yeah, I'll tell you, they uh, they spared no expense. That's from, uh, I think, 1985. And uh, it was on public TV. He was on public television out of Florida. He, I think he ran the Planetarium. Jack Blanchard. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I would come on, like, real weird hours. Like, they'd use him, like, on PBS, like, in between, like, say, uh, I don't know, um, Sesame Street ran long, or they had to cut into something. Mm-hmm. Or they, rather than a commercial, they would show the Star Hustler. I can't believe it. For, I never, never from saw the, it. NASA, no, no. He, he was not even known around NASA. No. Wow. No. no. So there you go. And in the background was Tim Blake's Crystal Machine. So it took care of uh, Mark and Ray. And it worked out fabulous. I think that pays many debts, doesn't it? It pays many. Anyway, that, that's, I, I got to say, that's been my favorite piece of radio in a long time. Because I'm listening, I go, wow, this Star Hustler thing is opening us. Why don't I play the whole Star Hustler episode? It's only five minutes long. And then I was like, wow, there's no music behind there. How about Tim Blake's Crystal Machine? And it just worked like magic. I'm I, I'm ecstatic. It was the crystal. It was the crystal. So uh, let's get in to outer. What a great way to and and of course uh, the that 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 crazy a uh, little Lulu cartoon. Would you like to swing on a star? Uh, courtesy of Paul smoking the grassy. So there we a nice way to end the stars. I got it. Uh, so I, I saw something. I heard something interesting. They were actually saying that uh, if, if stars travel light, you know. And there's an infinite amount of stars. Why isn't the night sky completely white with stars? Olber's paradox, and I forget what the answer is. That's that's why I don't work for NASA anymore because I'm not <laughs> smart enough to answer things like that. But that's known as Olber's paradox. Yeah, and they say because the universe is expanding, it's always expanding, and it's always that's I guess. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I guess it's uh, things have changed since then. Since since you know. Since they invented the Eludium Q thirty six space, space modulator. modulator, yeah, they really have. Yeah, they, 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 they've discovered some more things like dark matter. Yeah, well, so that's it. So it's maybe it's the dark matter that makes it that makes it uh, not so uh, not so bright. I don't know, but all I know is they said that they, with is an endless, uh, infinite amount of stars, the stars, the sky should just be white with stars. Yeah, right? well, the in, the universe is not pretty sure. We're pretty sure it's not infinite. It's not. No, no, it's finite. It's. It's, it's finite. It's finite. Oh, it's fundite. It's fun. Oh, okay, okay. So we are out of the stars, and it's uh, noon oh uh, noon oh nine. So uh, let's get into space, and what better way to start things off with some interesting versions of space oddity? You're listening to Zombo and the Melnick right here uh, in your brain, right here on WRCT Pittsburgh. And I will not be on next week. If Mike, if you want to pop in and then do some stuff, you know you're more than welcome. I will not be on the next two weeks, but I will be on the third week of August, continuing space. So uh, we're just putting our toes in space now. I have. 
121 songs about space. Well, let's see. A lot of space. There's a, there's a lot of empty space out there, so maybe I can fill it, huh? I hope so. Here's Space Oddity by the Supertones.
piangi, piangi umanità. Questa tua ingenuità. Nello spazio vuoi portare i sogni tuoi. Guardo il cielo e penso che.
enough versions of Space Oddity enough more than you can shake your Illudium P30Q modulator to uh, that was Dustin G with his version of Space Oddity we heard uh, 
E Gigante doing the Italian version and David Bowie with his Italian. Can we please have, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, I want to play this in the background. Eurobisca number one, uh, courtesy of uh, Ray. And we're going to give you a, a spacey PSA, all yours, Melnick. I can't talk about the stars, but what I will talk about is pain. Sometimes your pain seems overwhelming. Especially when you hear a B3 Hammond organ solo at the end of an Italian version of a space oddity. Uh. If the prescribed dose of your prescription pain medication doesn't bring relief, what do you do? Doesn't bring relief. Take more? Take more. Check with your doctor. First take more, then check with your doctor if you're still breathing. Pain relievers are safe and effective when used correctly. If misused... Yes. You could become addicted or experience other problems. Ah. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Take your prescription as directed. And if you need more information about addictions... Call Jane. <laughs> or Robert Palmer. Uh, call 1-8-0-0-6-6-2-5-4-3-2-1. Blast off.
So you had you had that record too? I sure did. Bought yeah. it bought it when it came out. Yeah, I remember when it was it was just fascinating. Um and then uh, what was the the other one after? That was uh that was Arabisk number one uh by uh Yaya Sotomida, which was used in uh Star Hustler, which we played a yes. episode of Star Hustler, but I kind of helped it along a little bit. So uh right now, here we go, let's get back into outer space. They come from the bowels of hell, a transformed race of walking dead, zombies guided by a master plan for complete domination of the Earth. Plan 9 from outer space. Starring the most frightmarish cast ever, Bella Lugosi, the seductive vampire, and Thor Johnson as the walking dead. Turn off your electrode gun! No! No! Stop him, Dad! I can't get it! It's jammed! Stop him, you fool! Bullets bounce off their bodies. Rockets, missiles, jets cannot stop their death ships. What earthly power can stop this terror? For a glimpse of things to come, see this blast of screen suspense. For it could be happening right now.
Attention, attention, this is Mission Control. We switch you immediately to our Hollywood correspondent. Hello, everybody. I'm reporting from the first party ever held in outer space. Everybody is here, and I mean everybody. Old movie stars, statues, politicians, dead people, the works. Look, isn't that Lassie? Swell party, isn't it, Lassie? I'm having a great time. Thanks. Thank you. Gee, what a polite animal. Uh-oh, here comes Abraham Lincoln. Hi, Abe. <laughs> Me too. She's a lovely dog. Thanks for being so honest. Oh, my goodness, look over there. It's the great Al Jolson. Don't bother me now. Why not, Al? I'm having So you are. Looks good, too. Well, let's move away now and change the subject. Oh, maybe I can get a word with the Statue of Liberty. Excuse me, what brings you here, ma'am? I'm with him. Well, I hope that both of you have a very good time. Try the cheese dip. Looking for more people to talk to? Oh, excuse me, sir. Are you a celebrity? No, 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 no. I didn't think so. You don't have that certain something. Uh-oh, there's Richard Chamberlain. Hello, Dick. Hi, nice to see you. Nice to see you, Dick. Always a pleasure. Well, time to be leaving. Let's say goodbye to Lassie. I talked to you once already. Indeed you did, and we were very grateful for it. See you all next year at another party from outer space.
There you have Spirit. Very nice tune. Space Child from one of the greatest records out of the 70s, the uh, 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus. That was a request that we got around 10 o'clock. <laughs> we finally got around to playing it. We got well, lost. you know, when, you go, when you're moving close to the speed of light, things yeah. slow down. Well, so. we, got, we got lost in space, too. <laughs> so that was Spirit. Before that, we heard the Neanderthals with Skylab, Craftwork uh, with uh, Space Lab. Uh, Albert Brooks doing Party from Outer Space, the Plan 9 from Outer Space trailer, uh, requested by Chummy. Uh, the 1956 Roadmasters from Outer Space by uh, Arlen Roth. Uh, the Bonzo Dog Band doing uh, Urban Spaceman, and that was produced by Paul McCartney. Huh? They were they recorded they were recording at the Abbey Road, uh, and uh, the Beatles were in the next studio, and is hey. And they, uh, I forget, Paul McCartney didn't use his real name. He used Apollo something or other. Yeah. And that's how that got to be a big hit for Bonzo Dog Band when they found out that Paul McCartney actually produced it. Uh, Southern Culture on the Skids gave us Mr. Spaceman. And uh, wow, we're all caught up. So, got requests for this. It's a nice way to, to kind of finish the show today and continue uh, into outer space in uh, two weeks. I will not be on the next two weeks. I will be on the third week of August. Uh, real quick, the Polka Maniacs are playing the Blues Festival this Saturday around 2 o'clock. And we did get requests for this. Let's do it. Sun Ra. Space is the place. WRCT Pittsburgh. Zombo and Melvick. Hello. In your brain. Thank you. 
And then real quick, I got to tell you, at Miller ICA Hall at CMU, there's an opening uh, for an exhibition of a sculpture uh, tonight, 6 to 8. I hope you'll make it. It's called Transcendental Arrangements. And the opening reception is tonight, 6 to 8 p.m. It's free to the public at Miller ICA, right here at Carnegie Mellon University. Okay? All right. You got it? All right. Sunrise Space is the place. And say it with me, we remain in your brain. WRCT, right in the Pittsburgh.